As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And welcome to another episode of Nerds of the Holy Grail with Mike and Travis. And today we're doing a review on WandaVision, which just ended this last Friday. And uh, we, I was... I was ex- I was expecting a lot less. Be honest, I was coming in with low expectations and was honestly surprised. I thought overall I was enjoying. I enjoyed I enjoyed it more after the first couple episodes, which I was stuck on forever. Hence why we didn't do an episode review like we normally do. Uh-huh. Um, but once I got past those first two episodes, um, it took off for me. What about? Well, I went in loving the MCU, and mm-hmm. I was. Not so much having high hopes for what I expected out of this show, but I was really wanting – I was really having high hopes on where I thought it was going to be going, like what it was going to open up. Like I always like how one movie opens up the pathway for the next movie or hints yeah, at that's it. That's not what this is. No, this was – this ended up just being more of a single focus story on a specific a character with journey. hints in here and there. <laughs> I was just kind of disappointed in the sense that Wanda and her power is – a great way for Marvel to really go above and beyond, you know, gods and heroes yeah. and go she, into the more multiversal well, cosmic yeah. aspect of things. So in this in this uh, episode, we will be revealing a lot of story. So if you don't want to listen to this review. Yeah, there's spoilers. If you haven't watched a, it, a <laughs> please go watch it and then listen to our review on it. Um so that's your that's your warning. I'm giving you three seconds, <laughs> and then we're gonna go into it. So right off the bat, they kind of like explain her origin story a little differently than before. They, She's a witch already. Yeah, they kind of hinted so, that, especially when Agatha was talking to her. She's like, "So you had a bomb that sat in front of you guys for three days, and you're you're hiding underneath the bed, and it didn't go off, and you wonder why." Like they were kind of hinting that, yeah, that she, already she had, the power to had do that it. power and. So, she stopped it from going off. But then when then she gets picked up by the um, Hydra. Uh, Hydra. 
and then she gets experimented on. They they expose her to the mind gem. And Rather, the mind gem exposed itself to her. Uh, yeah, that's what I kind of got at. Yeah, her it, it greeted her. Broke but, out of its containment, and then it was like, yeah. "Yo, what's up?" And then deleted the recording, which I thought was kind of interesting because <laughs> yeah. all they saw was her walk into the room, and the next thing she was laying on the ground. But Are they you, remember it completely differently. Well, did it erase the recording, or did it stop time? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, it could have done both. Like it it, it kind of just. I don't know. But either way, that's how she got yeah. her powers, and they kind of explain it that way. And same with her brother. Her brother got the same, like basically being exposed. So I actually kind of talked to Joe about this before. Is that her powers, especially the powers of a witch, really comes to like premonition. Like they can kind of foretell the future. Uh, in yeah. Thor: The Dark World, his mother uh, Freya, or it, it wasn't her play. Her name was a play on Freya. I forget the official name. It may have been Freda. Or Frida, but um, when she saw Future Thor, she knew he was from the future, and that she says like, "You don't have to tell me anything about the future. I was born and raised by witches." Like she already knew the day that she was gonna die. She knew about her future, and you kind of see with all the Marvel movies because I recently saw the uh, Age of Ultron that when she was using her powers on all the heroes. Everybody thought that she was showing them visions, but she was technically showing them the future. Thor's vision, Ragnarok came, and Tony Stark, Thanos came back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain America ended up going back to um, – oh, what's her name? I forget her name. He ends up going back to her uh, with the gauntlet when he at the very end of Avengers Endgame when he went and returned all the stones. Um, and then I think – we haven't seen the Black Widow yet, but they kind of showed that – Black Widow is going back to her school, so to speak, where they train everybody. Yeah, so it was kind of they were kind of alluding to that. And I think that when the mind gem went to her, that she had a premonition of her future that she would become the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, they all they all it already alluded to it, but I like how I liked how they have from that. Well, I don't think it's so much that it got her powers from that. I think it explains why she was able to in the earlier movies. Manipulate people yeah. right away. She was her main skill was to be able to manipulate people's perceptions, which is what the mind. Gem but I, I, I kind of got that she didn't get her powers from the mind gym. Is that the mind gym kind of opened her mind and broke up, like broke broke open that barrier, like that that shell that Maybe she was in, and I, it and enabled her to have access the because she never learned any of her spells or anything. But they had talked about the exposure that she but, had. It also comes down to that the mind gym shows everybody a vast knowledge, like like a uh, yeah. gateway of knowledge. Like she never learned how to cast magic spells or anything, but, but she inherently knew them. So what, what if what if the stone Vision? what if the stone caught like taught her I'm everything? What happened when she killed Vision? She even says it. She got a piece of it. Well, no the the mind stone has always been a part of her. Like, that's just the thing is yeah, that so it, it, when, when yeah. the mind gym was exposed to everybody, like Dr. S- uh, Selkin, I believe from Thor, the dark world, like he was the one who created the machine that allowed Thanos's vision or a uh, warriors to come through the first time. Yeah. Like after that, like he went on and he became like a world renowned, like physicist, like he was leading going to uh, school. Like all these people knew everything. It would tell them everything that they need to know. And then some, it mm-hmm. opened their mind to vast amounts of knowledge but she didn't know anything and, she got e- a and, of and it. even even the doctor was saying that subconsciously like 
he had so much knowledge that he well, even put in like a gateway. Like I kind of feel the, like it, it gave her all the knowledge that she needed to be a witch, like all the spells, all the casting. And then she didn't, she didn't, so she didn't know it. Yeah. She's doing it naturally. She's not doing it. Cause she wasn't ever taught. That's the whole point. Like she doesn't realize what she did until after she did it with the, the series. When she made the giant hex circle or, you know, around the town, she didn't realize what she did until it started, like until she realized that Vision was here. She sat down on the couch and she was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go with it." You know, but that's it basically al- what she it said. also it also comes down to she her losing she control until afterwards. It also came down to like when it. she had all this grief come into her that she just lost. Oh control yeah, yeah. They, they the, finally the explained that in one of the out. episodes where they explained that she so straught with grief that from seeing Vision like torn apart on a table. And that, you know, she can't bury him or, you know, say an official goodbye. So she leaves the uh, S.W.O.R.D. headquarters, does not take Vision, unlike what they were trying to tell everyone, that she took Vision's body and brought him here. Yeah. Um, she goes to this town and sees, like, an old abandoned house that never got built and blah, 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 and yeah, tore down. The, the and she basically just starts breaking down. And doing well, her mental break there, she makes the That was the piece of property hex. that Vision wanted them to move to. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. She has that, that mental breakdown right there and then builds the town and the image that she she remembered from her childhood, which is like the uh, Dick Van Dyke show. You yeah, know? it was Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> or no, it was uh, um, not I Love Lucy. It was uh, I Dream of Jeannie. Yeah, all of yeah. those. Yeah, she she watched the parent. Her, her house was almost an exact copy of the mm-hmm. I Dream of Jeannie house. That shows so she that. goes back to all the old movies that she watched in captivity as well as with her parents when they were still alive. Um, the, the Malcolm in the Middle, all, yeah. the, all, all the ones in between. Um, some of the 80s shows, Full House kind of felt like at one point even um, – I, I, One of the episodes, yeah. It was, it was It was definitely Full House. We saw Malcolm in the Middle. I didn't really get Wonder Years – um, I'm just saying, all those had similar openings, you know. I actually, I think for the most part, almost every show, like every series that she copied off of, was shown originally, like or not originally, but at that point when she, they were going through all of their old videos, like you could see like the titles, and you're like, okay, you know, each each year, so to speak, that's where they got it from. Yeah. The last one where she was talking to herself was that Modern Family. Yes. Yeah, that was Modern. That was Modern Family. Okay, I thought so. Yeah. So, but the um, the whole thing with the kids too. They brought the brought two kids in too. Um, she basically was pregnant for a week. <laughs> was it a week? It was like a day. God. I wish that was real. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be better for everyone. <laughs> but she was pregnant for like a week. She basically the doctor saw her when she was like four weeks. And then <laughs> the next thing he knew, she was having a baby like two days later. You know, you're you're and seven then, months pregnant. You know, I liked how they argued about the names right off the bat. Like, oh, I, I think uh, Tommy or or Bill is good. Yeah, right? Billy and, and he's Tommy. like, no, no, I think Tommy would be better. But you know, that's the best part is they both put. Pick the most generic names for 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 little no, children. No, no, no. If they were generic, they would have been like John. But both of them knew they were boys. <laughs> it was so like I said, John. But, but both were boy names yeah. right off the bat. Twins. So they already knew. But no, they didn't know they were twins. Oh, wait. she didn't know she was having twins. Oh yeah, that's right. that was the best part. Is right after that, then oh, I think that's what coming? happens. It's yeah. so the detail. So then they both get what they wanted. They both have this uh, boy name. That name reminds yeah. me of a uh, double dragon way back on the NES. Billy, yeah. Billy, and Jimmy. Very easy. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But those char- um, those characters were uh, enjoying to watch too because uh, they I, start off really small, like you know, babies crying all the time. So they're walking around the house trying to console them, and they're two super powered people trying to figure out how to console well, they, toddler. They, <laughs> yeah, I thought that I thought that was really funny. I will yeah. say though that when the kids had all their his knowledge ta- couldn't oh, fix this <laughs> when when they had their time to shine. Uh, Hope and I both agreed that. Uh, the the kids were very good ch- child actors. Yeah. Like there is there is one job. scene where they're sitting on the couch and Vision and Agatha and um, Wanda are sitting there. And, like the emotion that the kids' faces had. Yeah, oh, so they were so, they were selling it really good. Uh, I was really surprised. Julian Hillard um, played Billy, and then uh, Jet Kyling played Tommy. Um, yeah. Both 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 really good child actors. So you know, congrats to them on this. They did a great job playing their characters. Um, there's also. Uh, you know, Cat Cat Dennings, who plays actually a really pivotal, Darcy, uh, yeah, yeah, who plays a very uh, pivotal role. Which I didn't see her coming until after the second episode. Yeah. Which I didn't like. Oh, okay. And you guys like, kind of explained it to me. I'm like, oh, so she's here because there's see, a certain cosmic radiation. We didn't. We, yeah, we didn't. See, it. it was gamma radiation, and so, yeah, so we didn't see uh, her coming. But we sure as hell didn't see where she was going at the very end because she had what two seconds of frame time. Yeah. In the final episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I swear, she like runs the car into Hayward, and then she's like, "Up, oh, you're gonna be in jail," and then that's it. Mm-hmm. And even when I was like retro, retroly looking at this episode, where, what what happened to her? Where'd she go? Uh, but I'm saying I do like the characters overall on there. Cat Dennings did a really good job as Darcy. Yeah. Uh, Agent Wu, I forget. Oh, the yeah, uh, I forget. Randall Park. Yeah, Randall. Dude, Randall Park nailed it. And honestly, because he did such a good job in his role, there yeah. are already people yeah. that. Marvel's. He actually was surprised to me too. That's what I said. This is one of those little little surprise parts. Oh no, he was he was a gem. I in expected Ant-Man. nothing from this show. Uh, he and, was a gem, and in I got Ant-Man. a couple of gems out of it. That's what I'm saying. So like, it really did. His his he nailed his role so good that there are already writers at Marvel mm-hmm. pitching a uh, X Files Agent Wu TV series where he would actually be going to all these like X File events, unexplained mysteries. And then yeah. he would end up finding out that oh it's you know it's mutant powers or X yeah, yeah. You know, there's no mutants my bad I used the taboo word there's no <laughs> mutants but that actually got pitched and yeah. it is currently in discussions at Marvel so that's what? that right there just goes to show how well he nailed his role. So what did you think of Catherine uh, Hahn though as Agnes? I thought she was really good. Uh, I, I thought so too. I thought it was it's kind of a breakout kind of for her because she's not playing that same. She's usually a campy, yeah. She's usually, but she did start off that way. Yes, Uh, if I remember, she was in Stepmoms. Yeah, or not Step. No, 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 it wasn't Stepmoms. It was a single moms with uh, God. What's her name from that '70s show? You're thinking too hard. No, it's that (laughs) it's that girl from that '70s show. She was like the most popular girl with Ashton Kutcher. Um, she was like 17 years old when she got the job and like it kind of <laughs> like she lied to everybody about it god I, I I'm, I'm drawing a blank yeah. on her but anyways I know because I because where I'm trying to get at is that she was in like two movies there among like two others that I can't recall off the top of my head and every single one she's just like rambunctious over the top crazy person that is just like okay you're just y- yeah, this this fits your she role so this, well yeah, she and she did same, a really good same job character there. in those films but she does play it in the beginning but then you find out that she's really the, the bad guy or not even a bad guy because let's just put this i'm gonna put this out here right now technically wanda is the bad guy 
<laughs> yes, technically. So she she's definitely the bad guy of this because she's holding this entire town hostage against their will. And you can also say that she's also helping manipulate Wanda because there are in, yeah. there are certain instances that. But she's the one that's causing the change in timelines too. Yeah, she's trying to get her to reveal how she got her powers. Yeah, so that's what's causing the travel through the different timelines because she starts off in like the fifties and makes her way over there, but. Each time she influences her, she gets more and more, you know, she changes up the, the narrative to try to suit everything. So I think she did a great job in the end. She did a really good job. And so did be, Paul be, Bettany. Be, being that, well, we'll get on Paul Bettany in a second. I think Paul Bettany's always been, Myla Cunis, by the way, was the character I was trying to think of. Okay. Paul Bettany, but I I will say there are other instances, there, there are certain instances, though, where... Her acting, especially in the role that she had, like, I will critique, there were some scenes where it was just, you can tell that she's not used to playing a specific role where it was not so much campy, but it was like, okay, a little bit over the top, or she just didn't, she didn't nail that facial expression that she was trying to get at with that scene. The slow reveal of all of it, though, was was nice, honestly. I didn't see it really coming until, like, the, like, one or two episodes before I started noticing that she knew shit that she shouldn't know. <laughs> essentially um but yeah that's what i'm saying like it was kind of obvious that she was she knew something was going so, on well she was one of the characters that was really hinting at something other than it's, yes yeah. something something of a greater evil yeah which she ends up being a great uh, way yeah. to um explore wanda's you know backstory well yeah she was kind of to explain wanda's backstory yeah, and she um, explains i like, don't feel that they 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 could have gone a little bit more into uh her backstory with well, she explains the dark where the witches come from too. Uh, well, I really would have liked to have seen a little bit more with uh, like a little bit more exposition. Or and I'm not a fan of exposition, but I really would have I'm liked some with the dark hole. That they didn't do like a Hulk movie series where they, they like because you know her powers to, to absorb other powers. That's like her main powers. Like she could absorb the power from the Scarlet Witch and and contain it. I was hoping they weren't going to do the cliche where they try. To, she tries to overload her with power yeah. and make her pop. And then when they didn't, I was like, "Oh, thank you! I think, thank you so yeah. much." By the way, that was such a relief. I think when she used her own spells oh, against her. I will. I, like, oh, I will God. say that I well, that the, she used the runes against her. Exactly. I will say though, she made a safe space. <laughs> they kind of they kind of hint of how and why she was able to control and contain the chaos power and why at the very end when she absorbs she all in. of Agnes's power, she says, you have no idea what you release. Yeah. And they kind of hint that at when she was on the uh, pike at the Salem Witch Trials, mm-hmm. which, by the way, the de-aging in that scene was superb. Yeah. I was watching that and I was like, damn, is that her? Or That's did really accurate. That, yeah. that was just like a really good de-aging. I will get Marvel. Marvel's getting very good with that. With the detail. But, um, they kind of do hint of her acquired yeah, knowledge and power that was way too. above her station. And I was telling Joe this too. Yeah. If you remember Doctor Strange, when he went to go read the uh, the book, I think it was the book of Agamotto or one of the books yeah. where they talk about uh, Agamemnon. Or Agamemnon. Uh, God, I'm drawing a blank on it. It's Dormammu. When they talk about yeah. Dormammu, they take the book away and say, this book is way above your station and this knowledge is way too powerful for you. I kind of feel like the Darkhold is that example where that yeah. that goes more into the she, evil she, aspects like of the I universe. Said, she's probably set up for – okay. I hate, I know that she's technically a hero, but I think she's set up for a great villain. Yeah. <laughs> so, Well, if the villain acquires her power, well, that's going to be really She bad. just got 
turned into the the Scarlet Witch officially, essentially, you know, and then she's gotten all of her powers to their almost maximum effort or maximum potential right now. She's got the book that Agnes had for all those hundreds of years, you know. So now she's set up with all this backstory where she sat in a room for two days with a bomb, her tortured till adulthood or, you know, most of her adult life, and then uh, her brother gets killed in front of her and then the only uh, robot or person she's ever loved <laughs> basically dies in front of her. Not only did it twice, but like she had to kill him one of those times. What does she owe the rest of the world to save it? See, that's the other thing too. What does she owe? Like what 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 she is the world? Yeah, she doesn't so, know. So I'm saying so now what was stopping her from doing whatever she wants? Uh she has a consciousness. I guess I guess you could say that, but with that kind of backstory I wouldn't will, you wouldn't you just say I'm gonna do what I want? Well she was she kind of you already <laughs> did that and she found out that that was that was wrong. That you have to, if the dead are dead, you have to let I guess them be she dead. learned she learned a little bit of that, there, but then you can see her reading the book at the end. So well, like, she was reading the book because I think she was trying to figure out a way of how to get her kids back. Hence because why she's even, doing what she no, wants. Well, if you think back when Agnes when she was says, "Where are yeah. my children?" and Agnes says, "Oh, your children," hmm, which kind of leads that they're not her children. There's something else. Yeah, I don't know. Which is where I think that they're going at because so it's Agnes scoffed when she said, "Oh, your children." She said that snarkily, like they're not your children. But in don't. the comics, no, in the comics, she uses part of Mephisto's soul to create both those children. Yeah, but which is why that they have the like they also are super powerful. Like so, moving on into the actual Marvel comics, so Wiccan ends up in the future being the next Sorcerer Supreme, and he becomes the Sorcerer Supreme, even more powerful than Doctor Strange. Yeah, so. There's a lot that within the WandaVision that has been retconned, but the main thing now going forward is that Wanda and her children and everybody is deep into a cult and deep into like certain powers. Like Wanda's uh, official power now comes from like Cthulhuan, which yeah. is the Cthulhu god, which is why that madness and that ability to alter reality and that's how she gets that's how she gets her power and that's why yeah. it's so deadly She's mostly mind powers. they're really they're really putting an emphasis and i think that they're kind of bleeding this into the marvel series now the mcu timeline of gods not just like being a god i mean in comics for years we've seen gods sitting next to superheroes it's like okay what's so special about you like no like gods are gods for a reason and they're kind of getting at that now and Especially with WandaVision, there's a specific reason why she was in the Darkhold book. A book of the damned, so to speak. It's yeah. it's like um, the Necronomicon, so to speak. And why like she was scrolling through and then she started hearing like her children whisper. But I did think that it was really cool that she was actual projecting herself. Hmm. I did think that was really cool because she's having a cup of coffee and... She's yeah. she's sitting in the I back thought, using the astral projection. Yeah, I thought she was just doing like a uh, illusion so that like the drones wouldn't wouldn't see her doing anything crazy. I mean, sitting on her porch. Really? Could I, they? Could they? Could they track her if they wanted to? Yeah, I'm pretty sure to? Shore could track her if they wanted to. But I'm just saying, she does give off a quite a bit of an aura. You know, they could they tracked her before. That's how they found out about the Westview because the Westview all of a sudden kind of like was putting off its radiation. Well, yeah, they it, could was see that, it, it was that space. background cosmic radiation. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They could see it from freaking space. So that's what I'm saying. They probably have already found her. She's just using that hut as a way to go look at that book. 
you know, in secret and then putting out an astral projection, like you said, kind of showing off doing nothing. You know, you know? what? I, you know what I would have liked is that I would have liked them had to have cut to that that countryside little cabin and have somebody cutting wood with his claws and been like, "Oh, Canada Wolverine." That would have been that would have been great. I would have been no. happy. But see, we we we, 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 can't, we, we both can't come win. to the conclusion now that this story is just a personal story. Yeah, about it's a it's a it's a one off for her, but kind of yeah. opens up a little bit more. It's just a, it's basically just a personal story for this character for her development and a little bit of setup. Nothing a grandiose like was alluded online or anything like that. Everyone's saying, "Oh, this is going to open up the X Men, do all this and blah blah blah." Really, it's not. It's really just a personal story for her. If you look at it from that perspective, it's actually a really good series. But if you go in there with this grandiose scheme that's supposed to be put onto this, and all the the leakers saying it was supposed to be some kind of like opening up the 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 MCU, personally, I think it's a good story standalone. I understand. That's about it. Teasing and hinting at and throwing, you know, some some crumbs to the fans, but yeah, when you're within 50 miles of Westchester, New York, yeah, and your character has already altered the genes of one other person and gave them powers, well, that's I what, would probably put the city of Westview in like California. Yeah, I'm just saying, I did, they did explain how she got hers altered like that because she forcibly entered. She went in numerous twice, times. yeah, so it altered her her DNA immensely. She ended up with some kind of powers as well um, towards the end. Her power – she has the power of like the spectrum. Like she can yeah. change her – um, yeah. she can go faster than light travel. She's kind of like – I'm going to butcher her name. Tiana, Monica Rambeau? Yeah. Is, Mon- that's yeah. the character's name. Uh, Tiona Paris, <laughs> I want to say. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, I don't mean to butcher your name. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but anyways – I thought she did a pretty good job with yeah. her her overall character. Um, I thought that I, she was. I was a nice introduction to Sword, you know, and then yeah. it's actually a good way to show how people came back from the blip too. How they showed them just all of a that, sudden that all was appearing awesome. in the hospital. Yeah. That was a great scene because it shows the chaos but, that happened after. But that also shows just how much of a chaos everything else would be because now mm-hmm. you have people standing in the middle of the street and half run the population over. just came back. You have people that were in airplanes now, you know. 20,000 feet up in the air that are going to plunge to their death. I'm pretty sure when the blip occurred, a lot of people died. Yeah. Just due to the fact that they suddenly came back. Because they kind of showed that when they came back, they came back exactly where they were when they left. Yeah. Now, the one thing that I wasn't too keen on Monica Rambeau is I thought that a lot of her scenes that I feel like they were trying too hard. She didn't come off as a natural, ad, no. uh, like a character that just wasn't naturally the, on screen. The like they were really pushing her with certain roles, and I just I didn't get a good feel for her until much later. Oh yeah, into the I wasn't series. sure what she, they were doing with the character. No. And there was one scene where I critiqued the hell out of it because it's she, something to do she, with the actress. It had she, to yeah, do with nothing. The yeah, it was the character itself, and I, I I will critique till to Kingdom Come some character writing. But there is one scene that I just thought was so stupidly unrealistic is that she's in the uh, – what is it? The Moon Rover? Yeah. And she's trying to force her way into the uh, WandaVision's area. X, yeah. And she takes her helmet off and then all of a sudden she has perfect hair. <laughs> That's true. And I'm looking at that and I'm like, okay, I'm like completely taken My- out of this because who in their right mind is going to sit there and have her be wearing this tight-fitting helmet? And then as soon as she goes to take it off, like her hair it looks like permanent, it's perfect again. And I'm like, like that's that's not like 
add a more grounded grittiness and realness to the yeah. to, to the side characters and to the female characters and even to the male characters because there's some male characters that just don't come off like it's like between every single scene you have some makeup as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Part says making sure you're, you just you look good. It's not that you look natural for that scene that you're in. That you, you just look good. Look good. Her, and that's the one thing the one I, I hated. Some of those scenes where like her hair was perfect, and the, it's just like no, dude. The it's one not. little connection she had with Wanda that they were trying to establish, I didn't believe that one either. That's the one character flaw I saw too. Is that she's like, oh, I understand her grief. I'm like, no, you lost your mother. Yeah, she's been tortured her whole life and lost yeah. everyone she's ever cared about. Yeah, it's not even a comparison. I don't know how they were trying to. I, brought, I know they were trying to make some kind of empathy. I brought that up to emotion. Hope. It just it doesn't make any sense. I didn't like that, and I brought that up to Hope, yeah. and she was like, "Well, they were going at with how no you know she lost the second chance of having her mom." And I'm like, here's the or thing. Good. I, but, I was I was like, here's the thing is that but that was the only one. Well, here's the thing is is that she she came back and her mom was she, her mom had passed away. She wasn't sure if her mom was going to survive the surgery. Okay, I get that. She ends up finding out that her mom survived, but she still died from cancer again. Like there, that that's that single instance but you of didn't grief. Witness it. That's that single instance <laughs> of grief and loss. Yeah. There's that. She, she didn't have the happiness of her mom coming back and surviving and then having to go through all the cancer again and then her mom dying. Like, that's more yeah, on the mind of somebody. Still doesn't she pale, came, it she, still yeah. pales in comparison to a child losing their parents and then living in a room for two days with a bomb that could go off and kill them at any time. Then being tortured oh, no, for the most no. of their adult you, life. Yeah, you were tortured by Hydra. <laughs> you yeah, lost your, no, your, you your brother was shot by Ultron. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, your loved one, you had to kill yeah. Vision and then Vision came back. Like I said, Thor's and probably then, the only one that yeah. can understand that kind of level of grief, but at the same time, he wasn't tortured his whole life either. Thor, yeah, <laughs> Thor is the one who can understand the level That's of grief. That's only because of now where he's at, you know. I would honestly also argue Captain America because Captain America came back and he everybody that yeah. he knew was that okay. and and on top of which, when he did come back, Peggy was dead. No, she was alive, well, but she had significant wait. Alzheimer's and she she, she continuously forgot it. No, she was continuously forgetting him. Yeah. And then she ended up passing away in the Winter Soldier. And then more people that he knew were dying through the films. 
And then he had to deal with Bucky dying. Yeah. He, they, like they had to deal with everybody had to kill in him. the blip <laughs> being alive. And then he had to deal with uh, what's her name, Black Widow. He's Captain uh, America. Natasha. He no, he it. had to, she, they, they all had to deal with Natasha dying. He like knows what's right. This person lost their mom while like yeah, they their mom was the dying. You know what the they didn't is? know that the thing survived. You know what the main difference is? It was he terrible. Wasn't writing. A child. He wasn't a child when he became Captain America. She was always the Scarlet Witch from birth. <laughs> he also had a really terrible life growing up, though, too. Yeah, he did, but it wasn't the same as being trapped in a room with a bomb that could kill you for two days you, you and while watching your parents you, across you want, from you being you dead. Want to know the, you want to know the more troublesome thing? Just saying. You, you want to know the more troublesome thing that I think Captain America, mm-hmm. C. Rogers, had to go through? was going. Want, hey, okay, before you finish your thought, though, this is why I understand. I now, from this series, understand why she hated Tony Stark so much. Because <laughs> this makes perfect sense. They explained it very quickly in the in the Age of Ultron, but this makes much better mm-hmm. sense of her rage towards Tony Stark now. And the fact that she forgave him at away. all is yeah. amazing. Honestly, it's a good accomplishment by this character. So yes, well, hats off to them for adding that little uh, little tiblet in there. Captain America ended up forgiving Winter Soldier. Yeah, of course. But and he that he, was his he, only he cold-bloodedly <laughs> killed his parents. But no, the I hate you right now because I was I had a really so good train of thought. And you had me pause. Where was I? At? Do you remember? Does I don't show remember your rants? Okay, I try not to. <laughs> I'm so I'm so disgruntled uh, with you two right now. I'm so disgruntled. Um, but yes, I want to go into Vision a little bit though. I liked I liked how they they went with him, or he was trying to figure out what's going on because he was kind of he was like one of the only people in the reality that didn't wasn't affected by it. It was kind of interesting. Like he's affected by it, but not like in the same sense that everyone else was. Well, so, vision vision was created in the in the end of the ep- episodes. They kind of explain like how he was created. He was created because she has a piece of the mind stone, and that was the piece of the mind stone that she kept from him. Essentially, when it, when she broke it, and that's what she brought back to life was that piece of the mind stone that remembered everything. So no, that, it didn't remember everything. Well, it, it, it had all of his memories in it because well, not all. It of his had, memories. No, no, it didn't. Actually, it had did her memories. It, it had her memories. Darcy had to remind him, that's and then right. the only reason why the current vision remembered everything that he did the white vision was because he went in and because he's a carbon-based life form yeah yeah. which i thought was really funny because the currently right now carbon storage for like digital data and whatnot has a half-life of like ten thousand years like if we were to ever create like a worldwide not like storage of everything that we've ever learned it'll be on like a carbon disc called vision well probably (laughs) probably um, but I thought, but yeah, I thought that was really interesting and that, that was how he remembered everything that so he So if had. anybody, um, so catch everybody up there, white vision is basically, um, vision put back together by sword. Yes. So they put him back together and try to reboot him and then reprogram him to use him as a weapon. Oh, they, they put him back together a thousand times each and every different way and they could never yeah. get him to work they until used, they realized that it, they, used, they needed the power. Yeah, they needed the power of the Mind Stone, which is Chaos only magic, or, yeah. Yeah, basically from her that she's projecting and her little hex. They absorb it and they put it back into vision, bringing him back to life. But it's not him. It's the robot or the android version, essentially, of him. Um, so he goes in and, and is told to kill Wanda and Vision that's in there, and they start fighting. 
Um, but I thought it was really interesting. But that's how, but that's how he gets his memory back, though. His vision actually kind of goes over to him. He's like, I can show you everything they're hiding from you. Yeah. <laughs> and then shows him everything, and he takes off. And so that's it. That's all he's on. I will. I will say. You know, I will say, crazy. based off of the 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 story so far, and it's still canon, mm-hmm. is that uh, we were talking about this before the podcast started. Is that he is the culmination of Stark, Banner. Yep. Jarvis and Ultron. He's like a crazy love child. So <laughs> he still has Ultron protocols within him. Yeah. And I believe when they rebuilt him, the, the like there there really wasn't anything le- left. Like he just he had like basic protocols. Like he was just completely you yeah. Know, he was just systemic in what he point. needed to do. So I I do wonder if, and this is just fanboyism really wanting to see if they go forward with him now having that that footprint that Ultron is still within his system Jarvis and all these other characters like I do like the, I do like the fact though that he's not dead I personally felt that at the end of the series old vision would have been dead dead and it would have gone around the route of like you know you have to let things go that have gone on and passed away but technically to her he is well she did say at the end, if we, this if this is the only time that we've said goodbye, then this isn't the only time that we're going to say hello. He said that, yeah. Well, she, they both said it together, as like a, oh. a as like a moment. That was their moment together. Yeah, but he's like, who knows what I'm going to come back as next time? He said, I remember him saying that. Yeah, as a giant form? Ultron robot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's that one, and then what do you think about the uh, Quicksilver? So Evan Peters was definitely a, yeah. a homage to all the fans that wanted uh, the Marvel characters to come in and do what they do, and you know now we have a bigger extended universe. Uh, it isn't what everybody wanted. It isn't what some people guessed or suspected. Yeah, it was a big kind of. Like it was just kind of Agnes being Agnes. It was a red herring, so mm-hmm. to speak. It really was for all intents and purposes. Um, Agnes gave all of the powers to him. Uh, he definitely had that mentality of the Pietro from the MCU, though, like yeah. his jokes and all that. Um, yeah. to Arrogance. Be, to be fair, though, yeah, especially the boner. Yeah. What was his name? Like Ryan Boner or something? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, boner. Yeah. Um, but I will say I did like him. I did like how in the Halloween episode they kind of hark back to his original costume where he his hair was oh, kind yeah, of the, the, the little but tails. I, I do like how the uh, makeup artists were trying to also mimic Logan's hairstyle from X Men One, mm-hmm. where it was like kind of up, but it had like that little curve. Yeah, yeah. I like how uh, Speedster and Wiccan were both kind of developing, and getting their powers together as well. Um, I will say this just gives me a bigger longing that I wish we had like X-Men. I wish we had mutants. Like I honestly at this point don't care if we have an alternate reality where superheroes never existed and it's only mutants. It's only a world of Homo sapiens and Homo superior. Like that would be interesting. And all the like the history of our Earth and that Earth are the same up until yeah. World War II where Magneto would you, occurred. What do you think of a Vision kind of like I, I thought this was what made her a good villain is that she's kidnapped this entire town, essentially, and holding him against their will and using her own, basically, grief um, as, like, a catalyst she, for them I can't say she's a villain in that aspect, though, because she 
she felt that they were she wanted to make a pleasantville she wanted yeah. to make a paradise for them they didn't but she didn't want them to be they felt tortured she didn't that. know that yeah she didn't know that all of her grief all of her sorrow all of her hatred all of her emotions pain. were being poured into these people and but i also like how that that kind of harks with she was putting on this facade like everything's happy she was only she was only experiencing the things that she enjoyed where everything else like everybody else was dealing with what they wanted to do and i also did like how they kind of had her powers like at the very very edge it's like a video game world you're not going to give a lot of cpu power and gpu power to the things out in the distance that's just going to be like low profile low power usage everything right here in this immediate vicinity that's all going over and over again and the the woman's like sitting there like putting on the shirt on the uh, the wire rack over yeah. and over, or the Fine, kids yeah. are just like stuck there. But those people are being tortured. They're living people. Yeah, and but that's like the that. that's the other thing too is is that not only are they being tortured, but I kind of feel that the people on the edge of the town they had more of their mind within them. And like, imagine being stuck in your body with no control ability or, or control. And you're doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. No, they did make a point. That out. that I mean, that vision made a point. Like, I walk by the playground every day, and I don't see any kids. Yeah, and I liked how the next episode it's <laughs> Halloween and everybody all the there's kids galore. Yeah, she everywhere. realized what she did. She put all those kids to sleep and kept them asleep for how long? Because she wanted it to be perfect. And anytime Vision would question certain things, they go it. back and be like, "Oh, let's fix this." Um, so, like I it's, said, it's though, very, I think it's she, very interesting. She was very selfish in, the, in this aspect as a character, and you know, this kind of alluded to a villainous, you know, of yeah. sorts. That's what I'm saying. She's. She could make a really good villain. She, well, uh, I, th- or I, th- I think it. I think it really came down to. It's this age-old story of for the hero and their story that tries so hard to be their hero that in the end they end up becoming their villain. Yeah, it's like that. It's like that. I don't uh, think she's trying to be a hero though. She's just trying to. Well, like, it wasn't trying to be a hero, she's but she to was trying happy for herself. She, yeah, she was trying to. Well, she was trying to make everybody happy. She was trying to do the best for everybody, but yeah, consequentially. She was doing the worst for everybody. Yeah. She didn't realize that she was becoming her own villain. Yep. She was becoming the villain of her story, and she was trying so hard not to. Yeah. What did you think of the final costume, though? Oh, absolutely. I Fantastic. It. I loved I it. it I thought it was really, I thought it was really like, clean. Okay. You know what? I, I'm in. I think the thing that I liked most about it was the material that they used. Like, yeah. it, it really seemed like this, this was a modern era scarlet witch costume like i i liked it a lot i thought it was really well done i thought it fit her great i liked her hair i i liked and loved everything about it i thought it was really 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 good um all right so overall though if you had to like okay because i went in this with low expectations so i i came in with no expectation at all i i thought this was just gonna be like a one shoot (laughs) one run kind of thing and and i'm kind of right but at the same time, I, I kind of lowballed it. But when I started watching it, I grew to like it more and more as the episodes came on. That at one point, I, I I couldn't stop watching it. I think it comes down to for me that I, I, you know, for the longest time we were all seeing that Phase Four and Phase Five and all these new faces of Marvel that they were going to be mainly you know the TV series uh-huh. merging into big like events. They don't want to do movie, 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 movie over arc. Like they just want to have all these shows introduce a lot of characters. You can flesh out heroes. And villains more this way, which is great. I, I absolutely love it. Um, but it also kind of came down to I felt like we were teased so much in yeah. the series, and that there, and outside, it, it, the, outside, you read the news outside, outside yeah. of the the leaks and the rumors that everybody's yeah. talking about. 
just going into this, there was a lot of times as a, as a Marvel fan that I was like, oh, they're alluding so much to certain yeah. aspects. And then nothing came of it. Yeah. And then the one thing that really got me was like at the very end, Monica and the scroll, they're like, oh, uh, you know, yeah. she loosened Nick Fury wanting to see her. And then she points yeah. up at the sky. I hate, and this is just my critique. I hate this cliche. I don't, I hate it when somebody's like quietly like points up and then the character's like, <gasps> And then they smile. They like, stop. Like, that's so cliche and stupid. Like, I rolled my eyes what, at that. What did you look at? The ceiling? <laughs> no, because I rolled my eyes at that because I think it's so, like, just, it's stupid. Like, yeah. stop. Like, that's just bad writing. Like, it's just, like, just say what you want to say. Like, I, I'm not, this isn't Saturday morning cartoon. I'm not going to tune into the next episode to see what happens. This isn't Dragon <laughs> Ball. Next time. Like, no, yeah. like, next time Fury <laughs> wants to meet you. We have something. Just, like, kind of allude to it. It's like, they allude. Scrolls, Monica, they allude to the Darkhold tome with uh, the children with uh, WandaVision. Then they have Vision who gets all of his memories, but then he flies out, disappears. So there's something going on there with him. And then there's some overarching thing going on with Sword and that whole system. Like, okay, you have all this out on the table. This is this is how you're ending it? Like... Yeah, I, they did. They literally laid out this I, table, I, but they didn't I, do anything with it. I, I, it's fine. I like I said, the ending finale for me was kind of like was it, wasn't know, that big, he, and it wasn't kind of okay. Well, I'm just saying, as I went in with this move um, in this, I was like, oh, they're going to do all this. I thought, like, as I'm watching, I get more and more hyped up for the ending here because I thought they were going to do some kind of grandiose fight or whatever, and the fight was kind of like. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, so I'm saying, and then then she's like an all powerful being, but she can barely fight this. Yeah, this you know, Agnes witch, this Agnes witch, and then she ends up having to give away the one thing she wanted in, uh, in this world. I'm like, okay, and then yeah. she's, you know, then the the only the only thing that gave me a little bit of hope is he's reading the book at the end with the projection, like you said, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, but still, it's like that's kind of a. I don't know. Like, God, I hope that's not true for Godzilla versus Kong when they show up they show up at the city and they cut the black. <laughs> hey, hey, I don't know if you saw the recent Godzilla versus Kong trailer, but yeah. there's a shot of Kong in his eye and you see Mecha Godzilla yeah, or that. a mechanized thing coming but towards that's him. That's what I'm trying to say. So that's, that's, that's proper what it teasing. compared to me is like they, they started the fight and then they stopped. Uh, <laughs> it felt like it was, it could have th- done this, more. This is for me, for is that this is the equivalent of setting up a grandiose domino set. And then right before you flick the piece to have it all fall down, but it just it, it, I it cuts it, out. Like I did I, enjoy it. I, it was enjoyable. I did enjoy it, but I wouldn't watch it again. Yeah, I I would. I okay. Well, I I get that. I, I might I, watch I, it again. I wouldn't I watch might. it again. I might, but it's not definitely not something I would want to watch. Well, I want to watch it again because try to figure out what I well, missed. Well, here's the, here's <laughs> the thing: is that it was so one off that yeah. a lot of the episodes you had to watch right now when they came out because it's like okay, episode five's out, and then everybody's talking about what's going to happen with episode six. Oh, I like the music too. By the way, music was really that. good. That music was actually really good. So whoever did that, thank you very much. But the that's composer. that's the issue that I have <laughs> is that you have a, you have a yeah. series that was so well done that it was one it was really one off like. Yeah. I'll, if you were to go back now and rewatch the episodes, a lot of the episodes are filler. Yeah. No, I mean out of, out of the ep- out of the eight episodes, a bit every episode, right? They reviewed a little bit up until like episode five, five, six, seven, and eight was when like yeah, things yeah, really kicked off. But I, I like the overall series, like it's, because the first three to four episodes have a lot of mystery. You don't know, but then once you know, watching the first three to four episodes, it's like, oh, uh, okay. Well, you pick it up now. You pick up the little things. Yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, I w- I would give it a seven. I, I uh, well, I was gonna say I'd say seven. Um, yeah, it, it was okay. It was it was the. I like, didn't the like how they ended it. Time, like but... the the ending of how they they set off multiple storylines and then it's just they it okay it doesn't go anywhere. So it really <laughs> like makes me want to bring it down it's, to a six. He's but, upset because it's a tease. That's well, no, <laughs> it's not even a tease. Is that. If you, sure? you you don't know anything about Marvel, you're just sitting there like, okay, well, I'm just going to watch the Falcon and the Winter Soldier because I'm going to completely forget about WandaVision until something other, oh, yeah. By the end of this something, year, we'll something relevant it. comes out later on. But here's the thing is that uh, I'm he's, giving, he's just really upset, I'm, folks. <laughs> no, I'm giving it a seven, but I, I'm really, it's, it's a hard push because the last episode I felt didn't hold up to like a finale. Yeah, it just, I agree. It didn't, saying, it didn't I, hold I up agree. to a finale. The finale, the finale was was a firework going off into yeah. the air and then falling back to the earth and then exploding. <laughs> it's like, isn't it supposed to work up there? <laughs> so mm. to me, it was like, it was like, okay. No, yeah. it's like a, it's like a giant bottle rocket going off. And then it just, it, it never, doesn't, never it pops. doesn't explode. And then you're like, oh, well, cool. That buildup was awesome. But, but like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's got it's a, a little seven. bit of a pop at the yeah. end because you got the, she's reading the book. You hear the kids like, oh, okay. So they're going to continue it, you know, and, and try to go into more detail with her, with her full power. So I get that. So that was part of a little bit happier, but the whole fact that they just kind of ended it with sliding of the door yeah. <laughs> kind of thing where like all the characters are gone. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Thanks, I liked I liked a lot of the teasing that they had with Monica, yeah. like when they took her X-rays and the X-rays were blown out because that's just the radiation because mm-hmm. she's full of it. There was a lot of things that they harped. They couldn't do her blood right because her blood came back as abnormal properties, abnormal labs, and all that. But then I just I have the strong suspicion that they're going to Captain Marvel horror make her a Peggy Sue. Like uh, suddenly she has all these powers. It's like okay, well, she's powerful. Yeah, like. Can you go into her powers? Like, what's maybe her strengths? Will. What's her weaknesses? All this stuff. Uh, they maybe, they maybe sure as heck didn't do that with Captain Marvel. So maybe they do. So many. Two. I talked to Joe about this. So many people would be happier with Captain Marvel and her power and her fight against Thanos if they realized that when she held on to the Infinity Gauntlet, she was absorbing the stone's powers, which is why Thanos headbutt her and she didn't move an inch. And then he had to pull out the power stone and then hit her, and she still survived. Like. Going into that, like, it's like, okay, I understand. But then any normal, sh- like, Joe Schmo is going to be like, oh, so she's powerful enough by herself that she can hold back an Infinity Gauntlet and a Titan hitting her? Like, okay. Like, Marvel has a really hard time really explaining certain things. Yeah. And I just, I really hope that they, they do this character justice because I don't want to hate her because of her character being written poorly. Yeah. Nobody and does. and and that's the problem that I right. that I've been getting. It happens not with Marvel, but there's a lot of series, and this is just TV shows in general. Mm-hmm. Movies just have a different level of craftsmanship and quality, and like certain series, certain series are very well done, but then other series is just that you the writing is just so cliche. Like you know they phoned it in, yeah. And they're the character. You can have great character development with great storytelling. And really just drive home that that quality. But it's just so hard. And I really hope that Marvel is able to hit that stride moving forward. I have high hopes. I will say I have high so hopes and high expectations review, though, of the on, Falcon and the Winter Falcon, Soldier. So, for sure. I, mean, I, I have high hopes. I would like hopes. to do an episodic. 
you know, what we'll do every couple we'll episodes. Tr- we'll try to do episodic on the next one if you guys feel that you'd rather us kind of do like an overarching tone of the series yeah. and our review I, I of it, do by all means. But it just... Falcon and this the Winter, one I couldn't do it. With. Falcon and the Winter Soldier I want to do because I want to do an episode because there's a lot that they go into and just based off of the the casting calls that they have, the characters that they have implemented in it, I, I will want to talk about Baron Zemo and how he develops through the series. Because he's supposed to be he's supposed to be in the forefront of like he's yeah. upset at Bucky. He's upset at the Falcon. Like he he wants to Whoa. do his thing. And we all love our rumors, but it is heavily rumored that the Thunderbolts are going to be implemented in one way or another. So there's yeah. there's a couple characters in there that are definitely Flag Smasher too. I think we recently saw some new uh, yeah pictures of that as well. So there, there's a, there's a lot that I want to talk about. That WandaVision, we all knew Wanda. We all knew a lot of these characters. I feel that episodic for Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to be key because that that's an ongoing like journey that they have yeah. Wanda was a self-reflection Falcon and Winter Soldier's ongoing journey I do want to talk about certain episodes and what was good what was that's bad fine. we will so that's definitely something I'm looking forward so to so with that. that we will con- conclude our WandaVision review um, I, I give it a 7 Travis says the same thing it, it, was, it, was, a, it was a hard 7 for me though yeah. like, that finale really almost knocked it down to a 6 and I'm not saying a 6 is bad 5 it for is, me Five for me is a. I'll watch it and then be done with it. Yeah, six is that it, it was. It was, it was more expected. I enjoyed yeah. it. I, I enjoyed the series overall. I'm not going to knock it. I'll just. For, I'll say my piece on the end piece. For there, as much as we it. have talked about that, we don't like yeah. to give a numerical value of one to ten. We have for the longest time, and we're still. It's easier, I guess. Yeah, it, it is easier for now. For me, anything eight and above is a series I will rewatch. Yeah. For example, Chernobyl. That's a ten out of ten. You can watch that multiple times. And even though every single time you've watched it, it's just so engaging. Like that is well that's that's fantastic. And this is why WandaVision is a seven. It's not a six, but it's certainly not an eight. I won't be I won't be rewatching it. But I am doing uh, I am watching the uh Pacific Rim series right now, so hopefully I'll have a review for you guys next time on that one. I might be watching the uh the new Netflix Dota show. Okay, so you'll be watching. That yeah, one. it's going to be based. It's going to be based off of the Dragon. So we'll, we'll get we'll get reviews coming out this whole month for you because there's a lot of content dropping. So uh, we'll do a, we'll do episodes for the uh, Winter Soldier and uh, Falcon, and then um, I'll do a series for the Netflix, and so will he on the Dota. Oh, we also have a couple of movies that we're going to be watching this month, isn't it? Oh yes, I know. Then what? we have uh, Godzilla the oh, end, yes. and then <laughs> and then a month for it. For you, so we're gonna be probably watching that at home first, and then we're gonna try to see it in theaters and see if there's a difference. So, oh, by the way, do you know who voices the Dragon Knight in the Dota TV show? Who? Tony Todd. Okay. Some people, do you know who Tony Todd is? I mean, he was Candyman. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, he's he's got that voice that's just so memorable. Like the second I show like a voice clip of him, you're gonna be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's he's got one of those voices, and he nails this character like completely so i'm really looking forward to that all right um so yeah we got a couple of really good tv series we got a couple of really good movies um we were actually all discussing whether or not we're gonna watch godzilla at home or are we gonna run out of well, theater well, i'll probably watch it at home first and then we'll go, we'll go. look at this man I joe can't, I can't, he was no, sitting here it. like oh we gotta watch it in the theater i want to watch it i don't care but even then, if it's terrible i'll watch it both times <laughs> yeah, I watched it both times. 
Anyways. Listen, it's going to be an 11 out of 10. <laughs> Anyways, guys, good night, everybody. Good night. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.